everyone, and welcome back to the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. This is episode 13 of season two, or if you're keeping track at home, episode 63. I am Britt. Craig. And Craig, tonight we are joined by a visionary of the fantasy football industry, a man who has been in our league and in our hearts for a long time, and he's here tonight because he is the card holder of the Blake Bortles fan club, and his card is numbered 001. Please join me in welcoming our friend, Sean. Hey, how you doing, everybody? Thanks so, for having Sean, me. So, Sean, thank you for, for joining us. At some point, we will discuss your man love for Blake Bortles. I don't have man love. Yeah, or your man obsession with Blake Bortles, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> we're not here to judge. But first, we're going to start where we always start. And with a guest in the booth, we have three different beers on tap right now. So, uh, Sean, let's, as the guest, tell us what you're drinking. I am drinking The Prophet from Connecticut Valley. And that's an IPA that Craig reviewed, what, about three or four episodes ago? Yeah, about a month or so. About a month or so ago. So give it a sip and tell us what you think of it. Taking a sip in a frosted glass. (sighs) Courtesy of Craig. What do you think? It's very good. I like it. It doesn't have that bitter hoppiness. So it's a nice, smooth hoppiness, and uh, it's pretty good. Like us, nice. he likes the IPAs. So <laughs> yes, nice. definitely like the IPAs. Yeah, I found it very juicy when I had it. Yeah, juicier, juicy. Yeah, I got I got a juicy in there. Nice. So and Craig bought that initially because there's a uh, mantis on the can, which he thought was fun. So and the mantis is the prophet, apparently. Yes, right. at least according to the can. Now I bought Craig a beer today because I wanted him to try this particular beer because we are in a month that ends in B E R, so he can right. drink a pumpkin beer. I can. And what do you got? Uh, you brought me Southern Tier Brewing uh, Pumpkin Imperial Pumpkin Ale. This is like an 8.6% Imperial this Pumpkin Ale. This says on the bottom, pumpkin pie in a glass. Yes. I had a couple of these a week or so ago, and I... Whew. So Craig is now sipping it, taking a good solid sip of it. Let's see what he thinks and see if it lives up to its name. Craig, what do you think of the Imperial Pumpkin Wow, that's um. First of all, you have to like pumpkin <clears throat> to like this beer. Yes, that would be even. It's not. It's not a subtle flavor. Even more so than like a rosemary's. It is more yeah. pumpkin than a rosemary. It is. Is it more? Have you had? Have you had um, Jacko Shandy by Travelers? No, because no. that is really pumpkin. It's like a, dr- literally drinking pumpkin pie. And I've heard a rumor that's not around this area anymore. I have heard that that Sam Adams actually bought them out. And that currently so they're not bottling and distributing for our area. Yes. Wow, that's, that's a shame. Sad. But this is, it has the, like, if you like pumpkin pie, it has the aftertaste of pumpkin pie. Like, you can even almost taste, like, the crust. Yeah, is it as sweet as pumpkin pie or just the spices of pumpkin Spice, pie? Spice and then the crust flavor. I can't really describe it. There you it. go. Like graham cracker. Graham good, cracker. Good there word. you go. I am drinking, I will finish up the round. I have a dogfish head pumpkin ale. I honestly, I bought this because there's a cat on the bottle who's drinking a beer, and I thought that was hysterical. And I, I remembered having this some time ago and saying, I think I like that. So I grabbed another one. So let me take a quick sip of this. He's drinking. Gulp, gulp. He's swishing. Always He's considering swish. it. It's a very light pumpkin. I get more spice than pumpkin in it. Um, it's almost like, and this is not an insult when I say it, it's a light beer of the pumpkin world. It's definitely lighter than Rosemary's. It's definitely lighter than the uh, Pumpkin from Southern Tier. But it's not bad. It's good. There's a very strong pumpkin spice aftertaste that comes in late. But up front, it's very smooth and very nice and even. So it's nice. So oh, so three different beers. So just uh, to go along with the beer thing, yeah. if you want to try something a little different, if you like porters, 
There is the evil genius chocolate pumpkin porter. Yep. That um, I was going to bring tonight, but I couldn't find it while oh, I was trying God. to get here. I hate pumpkin porters. Oh, it is actually very good. I'm not a porter or a stout guy. I'm an IPA guy. Although Craig, there's Thimble Island it. makes one that's really good that Craig likes. Which one? They, uh, Thimble Island makes a pumpkin porter or a pumpkin stout. I don't think I've had it. I've seen it. I haven't had it. You want to try it. It's a dark I, I pumpkin stout. Have you, you know had what? that one, Sean? I have not. Oh, okay. With seasonal beers, you know what places should do that sell individual bottles? What's that? They really should break up the pumpkin flavor. How or so? In the, or in the summer, break it up for like summer summer flavors. Because, you know, you go to a liquor store, there's like, I don't know, eight different pumpkin beers. Yeah. They're all four and six packs. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I would yeah. rather just buy a mixed six pack. Which is one of the beautiful things if you go to a place like uh, even like Big Y in Stratford has a huge single selection now. Um, Moe's in Fairfield does a huge wall of singles. What's what's the one in Milford? The big place, Bev- Total Wine. Total Wines. They you can you can grab a thing and do a whole. I mean, know, they've six got pack of different whatever you want. They've got literally an entire aisle of singles on but both sides. Like you're talking about twenty four to twenty eight feet of retail space on one side, so over fifty feet of retail space space dedicated to singles there so which is great if you're in connecticut if you're listening to us from outside connecticut sorry you got to go find your own place for singles but we only do so much so play is it in new jersey or or no maine maybe new hampshire new hampshire there's that place i always i've never been to it but people told me about it it's like a giant liquor store right off the highway oh we've been there we've been there have oh you? you don't know this story uh, oh we have extra no. time tonight okay <laughs> so oh god sean this was must have been like 2000 2001? 2001 or two. Okay, so around 2001, Sean Main and I get sent to a conference in New Hampshire for work. And at, I'll, I'll, be, I'll make sure that we don't get fired for telling the story because we both still work there. Um, and as we're crossing New Hampshire line, there's the big liquor store. And we both need to use the bathroom. So we stopped to use the bathroom. And I got out of the bathroom first and noticed a instant lottery ticket machine. Well, that's one of Brit's things. When you go to a different state, I got to buy a lottery ticket. Doesn't make a difference what it is. So I put in like three or four bucks, and we were we were on a tight budget. We were at three or four bucks, and I pull a couple couple, couple things out. Sean comes out, and he does the same thing. Well, we scratch off, and between the two of us, we went over 50 bucks. We hit on a couple of these tickets. Lickers. So we looked at each other and realized we could use this while we were on the conference, or we could just go into the liquor store and turn it into liquor. So we did, and we walked in there, and... and uh, uh, it turned it into some some delicious drinks for after the conference. I just want to make that clear. If my empl- any of my employers are listening, <laughs> if anyone who works for our agency is listening, will not list the agency by name because that'd be a violation of our policy. But if you're listening, please understand, Sean and I did not attend a single moment of that conference inebriated. We were sober the entire time. Hungover is a different story, but you know. I was not hungover <laughs> either. I got a reputation to protect. I appreciate where Sean's going with that, but I was not hungover. So yes, we are familiar with the gigantic liquor store, and it's on both sides. They're all really the same store. Oh yes, and it's illegal to take I think liquor out of New Hampshire into Massachusetts. Would you say it's bigger than the Total Wines? I would say. Oh yes, it's the one comparable. in Milford. Yes. Yeah, it was bigger than that. It's probably the biggest single liquor store I've ever been in in my life, and that doesn't mean it's the biggest, but it was probably the size of a small Target. Um, and that was, you know, that was big enough. So coming back, you're not allowed to bring anything with you. You're not supposed to. Alcohol is not supposed to cause uh, cross state lines because the excise test is in the individual state laws. Oh, yeah. Never thought about that. I think I think for as long as it's for individual consumption, nobody bothers you. But, you know, technically speaking, if you buy a bottle in New Hampshire and transport it home to Massachusetts, you're supposed to pay state tax on. Nobody does. But they put a liquor store right on the freaking line. 
Like for the, all those people going in, which which we did. Then why is it on both no sides way. of the highway? Why the not? welcome the Massachusetts <laughs> sign is at the end of their driveway, for God's sake. <laughs> Sorry, New Hampshire, with your secrets out. All right, moving on. Burning hot take questions. Uh, this is where we bring up questions and pose them to each other if you have not listened before. So uh, I'll, I'll lead off because I have a decent burning hot take question. Sean is already looking confused and scared because he doesn't have anything, but he'll come, some the, he'll come up with something off the top of his head. All right. I am currently looking at the NFL standings, and we're going to talk a little bit about different divisions and different teams from a fantasy perspective, but I want to run something by you. There are only four undefeated teams after week three of the NFL. Four. They are the Miami Dolphins, the Kansas City Chiefs. Hold on. I can scroll down my list here. The L.A. Rams, and Britt needs to learn to count because there's only three. Excellent. <laughs> I thought there was only three. There is only three. I thought there was four when I pulled up this list initially. So the Dolphins, the Chiefs, and the Rams are the only undefeated teams left. Which of those three teams is the first to lose as the last one to lose a game or goes undefeated? Sean, guess. Uh, if I had to rank them, it would definitely be uh, Rams. To go undefeated or to to be the last to lose. Yeah, because we're not going to assume they're going to lose. Yeah. There's a possibility somebody goes 16 and 0. So yeah. the last to lose or go undefeated. So I'm going to go LA Rams, Kansas City Chiefs, Miami Dolphins. Why are you hating on the Dolphins? It's the Dolphins. I mean, they're. I mean, their offense is still. I don't. You know, shaky. Their defense has been better than. Their defense has been better than. Uh, you know, everyone thought. So I'm. I'm. They're going to come down to earth. And they're going to lose a couple games. I mean, obviously. Um, the Chiefs, the reason they're not first, even though with that great offense, is the defense. They're giving up as many as they're scoring. We have a defense? <laughs> uh, you know. There's guys in uniforms while the other teams are off. I imagine they were fans that had field passes. They're trying. They're trying. You know, so, I mean, the, I guess the most complete team to me would be the L.A. Rams. You know, the offense, defense, um, they, they are, so... That's why I would have them ranked first as the ones the last to lose. I would tend to agree. Craig, your thoughts? The last one to lose, I think, um, is probably going to be the Chiefs. Hmm. I seriously almost just spit up my beer. You're going to have Chiefs. to explain that. My, 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 my only thought would be that you're doing because you're, you're looking at a schedule. That's part of it. That's part of it? Okay. That's part of it. The Chiefs, for a, a division winner, have a particularly easy schedule for a division winner. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the Dolphins... I mean, the Dolphins are what? What's Ryan Tannehill's yeah. record? He's like eight and zero in his last. It's very yeah, good. It but it's over like good. the last five years because he keeps getting hurt. <laughs> yeah, it's actually over the last that. three seasons to be honest. <laughs> or I think he's eleven or no twelve and zero now. Yeah. Uh, but they are playing the Patriots. So you think that's in, the wall? I think for them, yeah. After they're the playing, Patriots they're playing lost in this New week. England, and oh, the Patriots yeah. are always and what's the and what's the record after a loss? Very good. Yeah, pretty yeah. good. Yeah, they might. They usually come back after a bad. But loss. they have lost two in a row. They have, so that means they're due. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the GOAT that, is definitely pacing in the locker room. Um, but in the back of my mind, I'm thinking history repeats itself. And um, way back when in the day. Oh, here we freaking because go. Of the I schedule, know this is going. <laughs> I know said, this. If my 8 0 Chiefs lose, lose to the. To your, I think they were 3 and 5. They 3 and 5 Bengals, I'll buy you a plate of ribs. Yep. And I enjoyed those There's ribs. There's the most delicious ribs Craig ever ate. <laughs> When do we play the Bengals? Any uh, given Sunday. Three weeks. Three, week oh. nine. Okay, so you think both the Rams and the Dolphins. The Rams only because the Rams' defense is getting banged up. Mm. And kind of like what Sean said with the Chiefs, I don't know how long 
they're going to be able to like keep up with themselves. Yeah. Because uh, Talib is out for the year. Maybe yes, he was put on the IR Maybe today. Out for the year. He's getting surgery this week. He was put on the IR today. He is <clears> done. Yeah. Oh. That's now official. So that's my concern with them. Okay. Craig, let's Next go. Man up. Let's go to yeah. Let's go to you with your burning hot take question. What have you got for me and Sean? Um. So this has been a topic in our little group chats on on the phone there. Where do you think uh, Bell's going to wind up? I think he's going to wind up on the Jets because they have dump trucks of mm. money, and he wants money. My my thing with Bell is he does not care about winning a Super Bowl. He cares about money. He cares about now. With that, the Jets are the ones that have dump trucks of money because they are going to give Kirk Cousins a billion dollars. Yes, they intentionally <laughs> cleared out that money. <laughs> Again, so I think he's going to wind up on the Jets. As was mentioned in the, that group text that you were talking about, um, there's no reason for the Jets to do it this year, though. I mean, they can't sign him. You know, they could. You know, the only thing would be to try to convince him that New York is the place he wants to be. There would be no point in in trading and giving up a draft pick because they can't sign him till after the year anyway. So, you know, might as well just give that dump trunk of money, dump, dump truck of money to them. Only had half a beer, by the yeah, way. Yeah, half a beer. Uh, you know, later on, don't don't give up a draft pick for it. And um, so that's here's what I think. here's where I think I, you're on the right course, but I do think there's a scenario in which a team like the Jets gives up a draft pick. What if they're seven and five after week twelve? Well, he has to come back. Yeah, he has to come what back if, before week what ten. Yeah, he has to play before week. 12. Okay, so yeah. let's take it back two weeks. What if they're six and four or five and five, and they're tied with or they're within one game of the Pats or Dolphins, and you're looking at it? Because here's my thing: the Jets' running game is not brutally bad. Mm-hmm. It's not well known. It's just a committee. It's a committee. So the only situation I see in which the trade happening is a team that didn't expect to be there, and the Dolphins are on that list for me too. Oh, they are. The Dolphins are three and zero. If the Dolphins go, uh, let's just say uh, two and three, now they're five and three after week eight. They've got to be saying to themselves, and particularly if the Patriots continue to falter, the Patriots are one and two. Let's imagine the Patriots are still a game under five hundred. There, they're like uh, three and five or four and four. Okay. If they're there and you're right above them, don't you sit there and go, this is our chance. We have to maximize it. I mean, two two things. There's It's in the division there. Mm-hmm. Or not in the division, in the conference. I mean, but, you know, I don't think the Pittsburgh Steelers would care very much about that. But, you know, I just think that, again, with the Dolphins, that they would be more likely than I, I even think the Jets just because right now – you know, they're more likely to make the playoffs than... I mean, Miami, we were looked at Miami. Jets. Miami's running back by committee has not really... I mean, they're 3-0, and so I can't say they haven't worked. Sorry, Kenyon Drake fans. Yeah, Kenyon Drake fans. I, I don't know what to tell you other than you didn't listen to us. We were not big on Kenyon Drake during the preseason. Frank Gore is my broke back mountain. As long as he's on the field, I'm going to be okay with Frank Gore. <laughs> I don't use him in a lot. I have not used him this year in DFS yet. We're three weeks in. I haven't used Frank Gore. Calvin Ridley. We're going to get to that in a minute. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, and that, that was the thing. So I wrote the follow-up article really side quick, really quick. I wrote a, the follow-up article and every and people were, I was like, I use Tyler Boyd. I told you all to use Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. People were very quick to respond. You didn't say jerk about Calvin Ridley. I'm like, that's because I write this article on Wednesdays and we didn't hear about Julio being potentially hobbled till Friday. And as soon as we made that change, all of a sudden, I had a lineup with Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, and Alvin Kamara in it. So I was going to roll with it, even if Calvin Ridley caught three balls. 
So two quick points on that before we get back to the burning hot take questions and finish those off. Number one, I apologize, but there will be no DFS article on our site this week. I am leaving tomorrow morning for our annual gaming convention, and uh, I'm not going to put out an article this week just because I don't care to because I have other things I have to do. That's not really true. I don't. I do care. I just. Don't, I just don't have time to make sure I put out a quality article. And number two, I want to recognize the team that won our weekly free roll. If you are on DraftKings, please do a search. The Football Fig Nuts podcast does a weekly free roll that fills like that, and it's a 200-person tournament. It fills because we do it for free just to engage with you guys. First place this week was me, because <laughs> with Calvin Ridley, with Calvin Ridley, <laughs> Tyler Boyd. I scored something like 213 points, and that's even with using Austin Hooper, who was like plus five, and oh, I think Cowboys defense. the Cowboys defense, which was plus two. But again, that value allowed me to use Kamara, Breeze, and Thomas. That's the thing. I'll trade a 12-point performer for a two-point performer if it allows me to go from like a Saquon Barkley at 23 points to a Alvin Kamara at 33 points. I'll do it every time. Studs, if I can, I'll use them. It's a problem is you can't use them all the time. So, all right. So anyway, um, all right. So that's I, that's a great question, Craig. I think that was that was really well thought out. So, um, Sean, what's what's on your mind in the NFL? You're new to this segment. I get it. Your first time in the booth. You're sitting here on a Wednesday night. You're pondering to yourself what are the big questions of Week Four. What are you What are you worried about? Is there anybody not coming back from injury or somebody you're looking at and going, "What the heck am I gonna do?" Well, most of mine are year long questions. That's you fine. know. Um, you know, I, go for it. Put a year long question out there. there well, there is, a, you know, there is, a, I guess, would be more of a, uh, you know, flex question. Ask the damn question. <laughs> <laughs> so in one of my leagues, I've got um, carry on Johnson. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not a big fan, but Detroit's running games almost who, as bad as Miami's. Who, who do I use in this? This is the yeah. situation. Carry on. You need a flex. You yeah. Got, carry on Johnson. Carry on. Playing Johnson. one of us. You've got this is a different league. OK, it's a different league. We're safe. Uh, Hogan or Godwin? Who do I start? Oh. oh, wait, wait, wait. There's also, I can use a tight end, but I have no Burton. Never use a tight end. Yeah, I, love, use a tight end. I love Burton this week for DFS purposes. I think he's going to have a really good game, but I wouldn't use him there. Craig, you want to tackle this first? Um, same, give me those options one more time. I have Carrion Johnson, Hogan, or Godwin. Jeez, who's Godwin playing? Godwin's playing Chicago. All right. Hogan's playing Miami. Yep. Tampa's playing Chicago? Yes, it is. And Detroit's playing Dallas. Oh, jeez. What was the second matchup? I heard Detroit-Dallas. I heard Tampa. Tampa-Chicago. What's the second one? And the other one is uh, I guess New England-Miami. Hogan. Oh. Unless Oof. you really want a running back, then Johnson. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to use the New England wide receiver this week because if they do get off to a big start, they're just going to run the ball. Particularly now they have Sony Michelle. He's getting a lot more work. So you you like Hogan there? Uh, I do because then again, maybe the Cowboys defense isn't that stupendous. So. They're not. I mean, they're ex- they exceptionally average. They lead the league in sacks, which is weird. Which is the only reason they were plus two. It's because they had sacks. Um, I like Godwin. I agree. That's who I've got so and, far. And, in but there. if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna, and it's against I'm, my bear, so it's killing me. But you know, if I'm gonna make a judgment call on a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, I better open another beer. So there we go. There you go. Um, Bush. Bush. <laughs> We probably just violated 17 laws there. Spotify just <laughs> dropped us instantly. We haven't even uploaded this, and Spotify just removed us. Um, and that's – I don't like Hogan this week. I don't I either. don't like Burton in a flex role. I love Burton. Mm-hmm. Who's your other tight end? Who's your starting Kelsey. tight end? 
Oh, you can't bench Kelsey. Oh, no, 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 no. Particularly against Denver, you can't bench Kelsey. Oh, I, I'm going to use Godwin just because I, I don't have any. No, and, can you pick anyone up? <laughs> no love for carry-on? No. He had a great week last week. Yeah, that's one week. Not true. You know who's had great weeks once week, he's, once a week, every year, and still has a job? Amir Abdullah. Yeah. Same team. <laughs> you don't think he's going to become the bell cow now? He might, but I'm not willing to take that risk in my season that's long when I've got Chris Godwin. Who's, and that's why I have Godwin in. You know, I mean, Godwin, uh, what, what's his numbers been like so far this year in he's fantasy? He's had a touchdown every week. Then why are we even having this conversation? <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick because threw... Because he's playing the Bears. Ryan Fitzpatrick threw three picks last week and still ended up with 400 yards and killing my life. And, well, say, killed my life, too, because that made me lose in our league. Ryan Fitz- Mine, too. Ryan Fitzpatrick has to be the smartest man in the NFL, other than the fact he went to Harvard. He's a vulture. He just goes to teams. He's like, hey, sign me. Give me a lot of money. I'm a perfect backup. And then he does amazing for a month, and then he's horrible. Then he goes to another team, and he does the same thing. If I were the starter on a team, and I got a phone call from my coach saying, we just signed Ryan Fitzpatrick to back you up, I would ask to be traded. Because something always happens to the guys ahead of him on the depth chart. They get suspended for uber misbehaving. They get injured. They butt fumble. Whatever it is, they end up getting out of the game. And then Ryan Fitzpatrick comes in. And then once they hand him a bag of money with a money dollar sign on it, he goes back to being Ryan Fitzpatrick. Repeat process, just like Craig said. He's a so, smart guy. He's a, he's way smarter than me. I, n- not as smart as Sam Bradford, though. Richest man to be so bad. Yeah, and, and I, I got to tell you, I think Sam Bradford's career is done. I think, I think he's so. done. He's Definitely. been done in fantasy for a long time, but I think after what yeah, we saw NFL last week in Arizona, yeah, I think I think he really I hope he saved enough money to start a car dealership like most former NFL players appear to do. He doesn't need to. The money he's getting. Well, he's not gonna he's not gonna live forever on that money. He's not Bobby Bonilla. Well, it's a lot of money. Also smart man. <laughs> Bobby Bonilla's agent was a genius. Oh, that Bobby is true. A genius. That is true. We only owe him for another like fifteen years. So Isn't that long? Oh yeah. god. All right, so we're going to do some DFS predictions. We're going to do some over and under. But, hey, good news, guys. Due to our judicious spending of time, we can go long today. So we're going to we're gonna do a little bit of a, a side topic. Um, we're three weeks in. We're going to go division by division. I just want to hear really quick from you one of the following three things. One, a team you're like, that's it. I'm done with them from a fantasy perspective. I'm trying not to use them in season long, and I won't use them in DFS. Or two... A, team, a person on one of those teams that you're absolutely in love with. So are there teams you've sold on or or, te- or persons you've sold on? Who have you sold on or who are you embracing? Let's talk about the AFC East to begin. The Dolphins are 3-0. and Everyone else is 1-2. and Let me say that again and expand on it. <laughs> the New England Patriots, the Buffalo Bills, the New England Patriots, the New York Jets, and the New England Patriots are all 1-2. and 1-2. and Let's start with our guest, Sean. One team in that division... That you're like one team or one player, you're like fantasy no. Oh, the problem is it's for me. Well, my fantasy, you know, no and yes are both where player and team contradict each other because they're both on the same thing. That's not allowed. But go on. That's not allowed. So, so let's the, hear it. Let's hear well, this contradiction. We'll help you, you know, with it. The the fantasy the the no is the Bills. I mean, they're not going to do anything in the NFC East. So there's a bill. You're like yes, I want to use for fantasy. Yes, it's Who? it's McCoy. That that's that's it, loyalty. I it, well, that's mainly because I have him on one league, so I I really need him too. So I, I'm trying, and I'm hoping with um uh, the rookie quarterback Allen, yeah, that he'll um, one of the Joshes, yeah, Josh Allen, 
that that it'll make it spread out a little bit more and give him room to run because I need I need him because uh, I also have Bell in that league so great yeah yeah that, that was not that well I'm not gonna say that was not good drafting because we didn't know what's gonna happen with Bell Craig I expected two weeks and he'd be back and <clears throat> yeah it was bad that's not gonna happen AFC East guy you love guy you hate go and guy um, means team or player you know I got <clears throat> I have to say I have to agree with Sean and say the Bills because they knocked me out of a suicide this past week. Because they decided to show up and I just, beat the Vikings. They're not going to be good. They can't be. They're not going to be good. Um, they definitely have to have a whole rebuilding period. Um, clearly, uh, the other thing too, I'm, I'm slightly worried about are the Jets because coming from someone who's watched the Jets for an extremely long time, their last two games they became the Jets that I know. Yeah, and it's a scary thought it, because that first game they looked incredible, and then. The last two games, it's like, yep, there's, there's Dr. The Jekyll and Mr. Darnold. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, it, damn it, I did it again. They're prob- <laughs> the biggest problem right now with the Jets, other than like, will or won't they sign, you know, get Bell, is they need a receiver. They do, but um, you know, the Jets, the Jets have an, ex- you know, they have they have a excuse, they have a hope, you know, it's 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 wait till next year because they have and that ha- since like but, 1988 you know, but now they have but you know what they have the guy that they they want and they yeah they wanted know. three other quarterbacks too it's been the same know. Thing. you, you know, know what? what to be fair sean we heard this with browning nagel we heard this with matt sanchez or mark sanchez, mark sanchez. We, we've heard Kendall this so Bryan, many times go way back sorry john Boomer but, you know. yeah John, don't listen to this. He's a commie jerk, so that's fine. I'm a beer and a half in. I'll call him a commie but, jerk. You know, they they still are. You know, it was it wasn't about this year anyway. It was about next year. No, right, right. So, so which is why I think them. If you know, going back to the last question, if they get Bell and then they they sign a receiver like Dez still needs a job, or if they draft a receiver, the Jets could you know have a lot more potential. But we'll see. Yeah, I, I, what's I'm your kinda... Dez love? I mean, really. Because that. compared to who else the Jets have, and Dez isn't working. Uh, yeah, did yeah. anybody really think the season would kick off and Dez Bryant would still be sitting at home? I didn't. Mm. No, not really. I thought somebody would I take a flyer on him. So I'm, I agree. I'm not touching the Bills at all, at all. I'm not embracing any of these teams. I'm watching the Dolphins. I just, I don't know what to make of them. I'm just watching them. So I don't love anybody here. I like Quincy Anua. I will use Quincy as long as he's healthy, and oh, yeah. he did yeah. practice Safety. today. Safety blanket. Definitely. I mean, Darnold, yeah. ha, got it right. Darnold clearly likes to go to him. Um, Robbie Anderson yeah, is still the, there. He's not is the he? answer. Yes. He's still there. Oh. Even really? after his whole issue with the police. And his three there. targets, one catch per game, while Quincy oh. Anunua is sitting there catching ball after ball like it's coming out of a jugs machine. Yeah, he's still there. So Quincy Anunua was the guy I'm targeting, and I'm I'm definitely fading the entire Bills organization. Real quick aside, the Jets yeah. have a tight end named Tomlinson. Just saying, really? that's a local reference. Yes. To this, but yeah. yes. And again, John would get that, but he doesn't listen. So now is the point, point where we stop and say hi to Deb. Deb. Um, hi, Deb. And all our other loyal listeners, our folks out on the West Coast, the uh, Tim and John contingent who are heading that up. So uh, on to the AFC West, for, which for some reason is on my list as the next division. So the Chiefs are sitting at 3-0. and The Broncos are sitting at 2-1. and The Chargers, who were the favorite to win this division, haha, all of you, are sitting at one and two, and John Gruden's Raiders are sitting at zero oh and three. Let me tell you about this guy and his dedication to the sport. That's the worst John Gruden impression you're ever going to hear in your lifetime. <laughs> but we'll start with Craig, a team or player you're fading, and a team or player um, you love. It's got to be the Raiders. They're zero oh and three. 
they traded away their number one pass rusher. Thank you, Raiders. Exactly. Uh, they just seem like they're totally confused. Derek Carr uh, has that, you know, 100-yard, 1,000-yard stare. Uh-huh. So, yeah, the Raiders, the Raiders are going to have a very off season. Um, I'm not giving up on the Chargers. Because the Chargers, you can't. You can't. The Chargers have so many offensive weapons. They and can they easily, did this last year. They can easily score 38 points without you even realizing it. They did this last year. They won like eight of their last nine games and all of a sudden made you believe. That's why everybody was big on them coming into this season. But they give up 40 points. So what's the point? I know their defense was supposed to be like a sleeper yeah, this it's year. It's like but the Chiefs. Just, just dropped like, their defense. Just like the Saints. They're no sleeper. I just dropped their <laughs> they defense. They were supposed to be. Yeah, Sean, so all right. Those are my two. All right. Thank you, Craig. Sean. Player you player or team you love, player or team you hate in the AFC West. Mm, um, I mean, I have to agree with Craig. I, you can't can't give up on the Chargers. Okay, um, so you're you're embracing the Chargers. You know, they're again, it, but it's like every year you yeah. There's the Chargers True. Are hope, True. hope, 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 and they're always eight and eight. You know, yeah. it, what? <laughs> Even when they're two and seven, do? they end up eight and eight. Yeah, what can you do? I mean, it's always eight and eight. You know, so but you can't give up on the Chargers. They can be. 11 and 5 and make the playoffs, you know? I mean, but, you know. Player or um, team you're giving up on? The other, let's see. Um, I mean, I know he had two touchdowns or something like that on Sunday. You know, I can't give up on Kareem Hunt. You know, he's, he's. I mean, it's the, the offense right now is so pass happy and, and spread out. But, you know, for all you guys that have Kareem Hunt, don't, I, I you can't give up on him. Agreed. And that's where I'm going to go with it. The players, the, the, I'm embracing the Chiefs. Kelsey's role, and this is the thing, Andy Reid game plans based on the opposition every single week. You could give him Barry Sanders, and Barry Sanders might not have a 1,000 yards because he's going to game plan for who he's playing against. Right now, they're playing on teams they can throw on, so they're going to run with that. When Mahomes starts to struggle or when they hit a team— Weather's bad. Or when they hit a team they can't throw against, like in the weather bad situation, he's going to shift and Hunt's going to be the guy he shifts to. So I am totally buying the Chiefs. I am not on board the Pat Mahomes hype train. Pat Mahomes? No. Did I just say Pat Mahomes? That's close yeah, Patrick, enough. Ben, yeah, okay. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, because I always, always try to go, I always like almost say his dad's name and I don't want to do that. So um, the Mahomes train, I'm not on it. But I mean, the Mahomes train is so high right now. That's I mean, it. It, 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 you could still love him, you know, as your quarterback. Oh, I do. I love him. I love him. But he's not going to be 13 touchdowns. I can't use him zero, in DFS. In zero uh, interceptions and all, for the rest of the year. I can't obviously. use him in DFS. He I mean, is on a pace. Who are their opponents? Uh, they beat, oh, cripes. A Chiefs fan should know this. A Chiefs fan should know this. <laughs> a Chiefs fan should absolutely know this. Sorry, Britt. Oh, man, I'm a beer and a half in. Don't ask me the hard questions now. What happened? Oh, man. Who did the Chiefs th- play? I was, th- I was thinking Who defenses. Do they, like, Who have I mean, they the played? Steelers. Okay. The Steelers had a horrible defense. The Steelers was one. The Steelers you know? defense, I don't know what happened there. I know there's a lot of drama on the offensive side of the ball, but the defense looks like it just stopped playing. Uh, so the Chiefs beat the Chargers. Whose defense was underwhelming. They beat the right. Steelers. Right. Same. They beat Very the under- 49ers. And the 49ers, yeah, so, I didn't know anything about their defense. Name a 49er other than Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Sure. Burrito. Other than McKinnon <laughs> that was injured. Yeah. Uh, so next they have the Browns. Then it's Win. Chiefs. Then it's um, Jaguars. Loss. Patriots. Win. Bengals. That'll be a Win. good test point right there. Jaguars. I mean, obviously they're that the best. That three-game spot. But that three-game brick. They should start off 4-0. They should absolutely beat Denver this week. But then those three games in a row could be very challenging. 
I like it. I like the fact that they're getting challenged. So, um, all right, on to the uh, oh, and the team I'm absolutely fading. I am f- giving up on the Raiders. I'll, I'll believe it. I'll believe it next year. John Gruden needs at least a it, year. It was so bad that I, you know, there was no point in saying that one. I, I everyone right. knew that. Uh, let's go to the AFC North, where Craig's Bengals are two and one, along with the Ravens, and the Browns and Steelers are tied at one, one and one. One more time, you did not hear that wrong. The Browns <laughs> and Steelers have the same record in the AFC North. So, Sean, we'll go back to you. Bengals, Ravens, Browns, Steelers. What person or team aren't you giving up on, and who are you selling? <sighs> you know, I, I'm I'm selling the Ravens. Everyone's up on them. I don't know why. I, I know they're two and one, but I just, Joe Flacco yeah. and his touchdowns. I have all of them high. I have the, the, I have John Brown yeah. and Joe Flacco high in my rankings this week. The, well, this week, but I'm talking about season long. I mean, I, I just don't see them being a, a contender. You know, I mean, you know, but the Cincy just, defense is not great against the pass. This is I think this could be a shootout. I think this is going to be a shootout. This could be the the is, could this be the most mediocre division winner right here? Oh, I don't think there's a question yeah. right now. Cincy, okay. Cincy and, and Baltimore have to be the uh, favorites at this point three weeks in to win the division. Uh, you can't give up on the Steelers. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I just you did. Think so? Well, yeah, yeah they're a I just did daytime drama. They're a chain train wreck. Yeah, that's I just true. did. As Le'Veon Bell turns, it's going to be on NBC every day at one o'clock after the news. <laughs> I like that title. You oh, know, man, that's so, a title. Is so, but there's the, there's my you know team. I don't believe in. Um, I don't believe. Who do you who are you embracing? Do it. Say Le'Veon Bell because no, you drafted him and you have no, no choice. No, no. He, do he it. Might not even be in the do division. Do it. It's not Le'Veon Bell. Um, Own your draft, man. Own your draft. You know who I'm gonna be really high on now? Probably. Yeah. It's probably. I mean, I, I there's okay. I'm gonna do it too because oh, Alex Collins, one. those okay. people don't don't believe the. I don't think Bunk Allen's gonna continue doing this, you know, vulture stuff and kill him. But Alex I think Collins, he's gonna get the bulk of the goal line carries. But how often are they gonna get goal line carries? But again, I, I think you know you'll, you'll get your money's worth with Alex Alex Collins. Right. But the other one is I'm now high even more before um, Njoku. I think God damn you! You just stole uh, my guy sorry. to buy. Sorry, I think I think you know now. Now with Baker Mayfield, it's going to be a safety blanket. Baker so. Mayfield steps into that game last week, and Njoku gets two of the first five targets mm-hmm. immediately, immediately, and thread the needle style throws that Tyrod Taylor would not have imagined making outside of a Madden game. There it is. Yeah. Bah, you stole my guy, Craig. Go. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, well, I never give up on the Bengals, so I just need them to win a playoff game, and I'll be happy. Just, just one. Even if just they lose the second, one. even if they lose the second game, I'll be happy if they win the first game. Uh, who am I giving up on? Yeah, doesn't have to be uh, a team. Could be a player. Uh, well, I mean, a team is a. It's hard for me because it's you know the Bengals division. But you gave up on the Steelers in the preseason. This should be an easy question for you. I gave up on the Steelers you. in the preseason, but the one thing I will say is people are very excited about the Browns and their win and Baker Mayfield, but. Mm. Need to calm. You need to calm down yeah. a little. Seriously, free because Bud Light. Really, excites Cleveland. You're going to be really disappointed. Greatest promotion ever. Um, that was awesome. That was. That was actually pretty amazing. Do, do you know. The, you know. They used a Wi-Fi signal to drop the locks, right? Nice. Okay, so you know. You know there was there was like four of those coolers locked inside the stadium, but there were eight more positioned at various bars throughout Cleveland that were all fully stocked with Bud Light. And they used a Wi-Fi enabled internet signal so that when the Chiefs, I'm sorry, Chiefs, when the Browns won a game, 
some guy at Bud Light could enter one code into a computer and all the locks would simultaneously drop. That was, awesome. pretty, that was pretty cool of them. That, that's a genius yeah, idea. Yeah, collector cans. That, what's that? They're collector cans. Were they? Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's even better on Bud Light. Does it say Cleveland wins? Uh, or, or just say Cleveland Browns. Nice. There yeah. you go. Cool. Very good. Now, here's the thing, though. Putting that many in the Brown Stadium, is that really, you know... Responsible <laughs> drinking, you, you probably, can't. Probably not. No. You can't At drop. That point, who cares? It was. I, I heard the number. It was like th- six hundred and thirty-five days or something like yeah. that since their last win. You can't who drop. Cares? You can't drop the lock before the game ends. <laughs> so basically, you just served some random guy who was waiting there because he knew it was going to happen. Four beers as he walked to his car. I, so all right, we're gonna stop hit, and shop bag. <laughs> yeah, stop. And shop. He's just loading them all into a bag. I don't know if there was any supervision at these coolers. So. Uh, all right, we're, we're going to leave the NFC because we're actually, believe it or not, we're having such a good time. We're doing such in-depth analysis on this that we're actually running short on time. We haven't gotten into DFS yet or over-unders. So really quick, the AFC South. Yeah, Sean's upset because we're not going to talk AFC about his Bears. AFC South. Um, two and one Titans, two and one Jags, uh, one and know, two Colts, never, and one three Texans. We can't give up on Blake Bortles, right, Sean? Blake Bortles. Uh, they both looked at me at that. And, Blake know, Bortles. The answer to the question is Blake Bortles. He does do better when... When Fournette is not there, except last, last week. week, last week, except last week, he was only that was a, that was a baseball score. He was plus was nine, horrible. but that it's was because Tennessee. That Blake Bortles really? walked out there and said, "I'm not going to show off to the world. I know I'm better than Personally, the Tennessee Titans." I'm, just, I'm giving up on the AFC South in general. The Texans mm. are zero and three. Yeah, really. The Colts. I don't know what the Colts are doing. All the good the Jags Colts are, are hurt except for Bortles. I mean, yeah. Cole is on the injury report and every week. Titans, Leonard Fournette is the, dead. At zero and three. Are you not like thinking that the Texans can still win that division? I mean, yes, no, but I'm talking about from a no. fantasy and DFS point of view. Oh, yeah. Yes, I, the Texans yeah. could absolutely rattle off ten more wins, no question. End up ten and six. It's possible that division is not very strong in general. But am I going to go out and use DeAndre Hopkins, who is literally, and this is not a joke, on the injury report as of right now for three different injuries? No. Do I have Cole faith Fuller. in Will Fuller? No. no. Deshaun Watson was supposed to be the savior. Some guy screamed at me during a best ball draft in July <laughs> that Deshaun Watson, we were all going to regret this. He took remember, Deshaun Watson in the third round. Remember, remember Ugh, how high horrible. Deshaun Watson was on everyone's list? He was going in the third round, and this guy's yammering in the chat. Sean's shaking his head like, I don't know not what that would talking about at all. Nope, not mine. He was screaming at me, you're all going to regret not taking Deshaun Watson. He's going to be QB1 by week four. He might be QB. For him. He might be a QB one by week four, but he is not going to be QB one this year. There's no question. So I'm with you guys there. All right. I appreciate yep. you running through that segment. So what do you want to do in uh, NFC West, like in general, like yes, no for the whole division. We won't go Why the whole we're gonna conference, rather the whole conference. Yeah, we since do? we're short on time. Uh, well, we'll, no, we'll cover we'll cover the NFC another time when Sean's not here, so we can listen Aww. about his beard. Go ahead. Tell us about what you love and what you hate about your Bears, and we'll move on. About the NFC, we'll do the NFC North. Let's Go do the ahead. NFC North, okay? Well, <laughs> I got love and hate about the Bears real quick. Love their defense, offense. Oof. You don't believe question, in Trubisky? It's a work in progress. I, I, I'm starting I mean, to question Trubisky. <sighs> I'm questioning it. You know, I, I, I don't question their their uh, optimism for what they liked about him. Agreed. But so few, so few, um, you know, games that he had under his belt. You know, it, I mean, he's just barely got more games now under NFL experience than he had in college. I've so. seen more out of Baker Mayfield in three quarters than I've seen out of Mitchell Trubisky in over a year. <sighs> you know. That's I, what bothers me. You know what? They might be babying him. Because they're not, he hasn't thrown down the field. I don't know if it's because he doesn't want to or because they haven't given him the opportunity. That That's absolutely, that, I understand that. 
That is absolutely not on the coaching staff, though. Mm. Matt Nagy will. Matt Nagy made Tyreek Hill a household name by throwing down the field. With, they brought with, in with Alex Smith. With Alex Smith, <laughs> with a guy who so. supposedly couldn't throw more than twenty yards. And now here's the other part of it: they brought in Allen Robinson to be mm-hmm. that guy that they could say, "Okay, we can stretch the field when we want." This is a guy mm-hmm. who can run crossing routes. Well, He's got I great think that's hands. More Taylor Gabriel. But they've got both. Yeah, they've got both. They've got the streaker. You know what it is? It's the Dallas Cowboys all over again. You've got your Michael Irvin, and not, I'm not saying Allen Robinson Harper. is as good as Mark, as Michael Irvin. You've got your guy who can run any route, and you've got your streaker, Alvin Harper. Mm-hmm. You've got Gabriel doing the streaks. There's no reason Trubisky should be leashed, leashed at this point, and we know he's working with a coach who doesn't leash his quarterback. So I have to think Trubisky, it's, it's in him that he is not unleashing, mm-hmm. and that worries me because he should be. It, you're with a first-year head coach. If you throw 75 picks, you're going to lose your job. But if you don't throw 75 touchdowns, you know what happens? You're probably going to lose your job because he's a new coach. He's going to bring in one of his guys. And if you don't prove out that you're one of his guys, you're going to lose your job. The only other thing I'll have about the division is you look at that NFC North and would you be surprised if any one of those teams won the division? No. Exactly. The only team I'll be surprised of is Minnesota. They are clearly overrated. I mean, Really? The Lions would surprise you less? Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's it's but, between but the Bears and the Packers. Can score. The Bear, oh, God. Who can score? The Vikings? The Vikings have no running back. Yeah, well, yeah, well, Dalvin yeah, Cook. Dalvin Cook is like, list, listed as doubtful. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Dalvin Cook. He's listed as but, doubtful. But for the whole year, yeah, that's the last one I saw. The rest today. of the year, <sighs> I mean, you look at you look at that division. It's like who's going to win that division? I don't. I don't know. I don't either. I because the Packers. The pessimistic Bears fan is, but the Packers aren't dominant. No, they're not. They're open the door. The Vikings are, are good. Are they are as they? dominant as everyone thought they were going to be? No. Much in the, the same Lions, way. The Lions are the same thing as the Chargers. They're always 8-8. Eight and eight. You know, can they get over that hump and, and do it? Do they have a running game now with carry-on? No. Do they have a defense? No. 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 Not really. No, but they have Matt Stafford, and he throws for like 5,000 yards. He throws for 4,000 yards every yeah, year. Yeah, he's the most, uh, the quarterback I, 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 you know, I'm sorry. You know, he, I say I'm sorry to him. He... He is so talented and so good, and yet with these teams. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. That's one of the few teams in the league that is three deep at usable wide receivers. Tate, Galladay, and that guy whose name I'm forgetting. Thank you, Marvin Jones. (laughs) Marvin Jones before Galladay. All three no. are fantasy. Be, well, me be higher. Well, Galladay, I think right now is three on the list. But yes, eventually he's going to be. Three are all three are viable fantasy options. When you have that many fan, fantasy options, you must have a good quarterback. But the reality is, Stafford just throws for yardage every single time. So that's because you got to keep on throwing. Yes, because <laughs> they're always behind. Yes, I agree. All right, moving on. We're yes. going to talk about over unders. So, Sean, you're new to us. I'm sure Get you've been listening. Ready. But here's what we do. I'm going to open a beer. Yeah, Craig's going to open a second nails. beer. This might be hard. Every week, we talk about the over-unders as indicators for places for fantasy value. We target games over 50 and games under 40. And I challenge Craig with three strikes to tell me each. This week, we're going to do a family feud style. <laughs> I'm going to give Sean a chance and then Craig a chance if he does not get it right. Okay. All right, so here's what you need to know. Okay. It's not it's not three strikes like Family Feud. It's it's One back and forth. <laughs> it's back and forth. Okay. There are three games over 50 on the over-under. There are two that are under 40. We're going to talk about the overs first. Okay. I am removing Tampa-Chicago 
Why? And because there's no over-under line on it. I oh. can't tell you if you're right or wrong. Oh, That's okay. why. Don't question me. I run a I, podcast. I, just, I haven't done this. <laughs> I don't know why. Jesus. Welcome to our guest who's going to question everything I do five minutes into the freaking door. Yep. Okay. The other game is Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Those are two games you cannot guess. There are three games on this list. So that's 12 games total because we have the bye week. Okay. Three of them have over-unders of 50 or more. Craig, you are the defending champion because <laughs> Craig is still, because Sean is still pulling up the list on his phone. Okay. Tell me one of the games that has at least a 50-plus um, over-under. Saints-Giants. Saints-Giants is a 50, exactly a 50. So it's a game we're targeting. It's at the Giants. So, uh, what, what, Sean, just, don't you have to ask me before you tell us the answer. No, I tell you the answers as you get them right. Cause if you get them right, you get to keep, keep going. Oh, okay. Uh, it's an over under of 50. I don't trust new Orleans a ton outdoors, but new Orleans defense is so bad that I think Vegas is talking up the giants. Yeah, I think new, um, the giants are going to remember how to play new Orleans are only three and a half point favorites. So with a 50-point over-under, that means they're talking about the Giants scoring 40 points plus. Yeah. I don't think they've scored 30. Yeah, but the last two times Eli has played uh, New Orleans, he's thrown for over 350 yards. So okay. this is a big Eli week. Big Eli week. Okay, so Craig, you got it right, so you get to guess one more time. All right, uh, next one is Bengals-Falcons. That's correct. That's an over-under of Definitely 51, and Sean looks very grumpy right now. That game is in the Dome in Atlanta, and both defenses are suspect. I think that's going to be a big one. So, Craig, going for the sweep, okay. can you tell me the last game with a 50-plus over-under? And what's the it's the Ravens-Steelers, and what's the other one that's not? Uh, Tampa at Chicago and Baltimore at Pittsburgh are off the table. There is no line on them. All right, one more, right? And thank you to the Bleacher Report for publishing this every week i think they take it from odd shark Ooh, it's tough i'm gonna go chiefs broncos and that is the first time in the history of the podcast that craig is actually swept the board so when we put somebody across from him and sean is throwing things at him craig usually gets two strikes by this point if he gets to three and he just sweeps the board that's a 56 you know i i had the i you know i'd was trying to figure out the whole schedule well, before the, the first one. Oh, let me start with the other one. Yeah, yeah okay. But, have him do the other he one. Definitely the uh, the two that he just the, the second two. I definitely was. Those were. The I two cannot I believe it. Craig finally sweeps the board without two a strike. Seasons. Took him two years to do. So since he had Atlanta, New Orleans at New York, mm-hmm. and Kansas City at Denver are all games you should target for respective value. I think since he had Atlanta has value on both sides. New Orleans at Giants has value on both sides. Kansas City at Denver. I am still not embracing Denver, but I, I, I've used their kicker, I guess. But I yeah. am definitely embracing Kansas City. Kansas City is only a four and a half point favorite in that game. So in theory, yeah, they're going to supposedly score about 50 points, Denver. I don't see it, but they could. So Sean, we'll come to you. Mm. Your opportunity to tie up the game, which there is no tiebreaker. Yeah. So this is it. There are two games on the schedule that we have not already discussed that are under 40 for the over-under. Tell me one of those games. <laughs> under 40. Under 40 for the over-under. I think that's harder than the over 50. I'm sure you let him go first. Truth. Under 40. Um, yeah. Looking at the schedule. Yeah. He's thinking. Yeah. He's still thinking. It's hard. This it is. Se- it this is. segment may have been the, a mistake. I think the under, I think the under is the hard. Um, well, we're talking to a guy who routinely takes an hour to order something in a diner he's been to 50 times. So this probably was a mistake on my part. Probably was. Yeah. I'm looking at it and there's a team that's could score a lot and there's a course 
team that right. scored well, low. Well, just pick one. We right. get three um, strikes. Pick a matchup. We got we got to move this along here. Browns Raiders. Browns Raiders. No, Cleveland at Oakland. Really? Oakland is in over under a forty five. Uh, really? So we go back to okay. Craig. Two games on the board. Tell me a guy who's oh. under forty. Under you lost. 40. What are you, Craig? Sean's upset. <laughs> I, I just saw another one. I'm like, oh, that's probably that one. Go ahead. <laughs> Craig's gonna under say it. Under forty. Um, Seahawks Cardinals. Seahawks Cardinals is correct. That's a yep. thirty-eight and a half. <laughs> that's what I was thinking of. Seattle is a three-point favorite, and they're both offensively really hobbled. Yeah. So, all right, Craig, you can sweep Sean by getting Ooh. this one right. There is one other game. Oh, Your man. hint is that it's the over/under is actually thirty-eight. 38. 38. Let's go. Not that much of a hint. Let's go Texans Colts. Wrong. Ooh. Houston, uh, where are you? <laughs> we have a problem. Houston Indy is a 47. So, wow. Sean, you have a chance to redeem yourself and steal the round. What's the other game under 40? Thinking. Do I dare say? Oh, sweet you Jesus. might be that just, one. Just say it. Could it be could it be Bills Packers? Bills Packers, where are you? Buffalo at Green Bay is a 45. Oh man. 45. What's the answer? You're not going to take one more guess? Oh, we got You're right. a chance yeah, to right. sail up the guess. round. I know we're trying to conserve time. Let's but go. Um, what a mess. Yeah. It really this is. It's hard, yeah. I, I uh, Jets, Jaguars. That's correct. Jets, Jaguars mm. is 38. It's a 38. That, yeah. So there you go. So Craig sweeps the uh, first ever fantasy feud head-to-head <laughs> over-under. I suck. Um, you don't suck. You just you just don't think that I don't do well, over-unders, I guess. I don't yeah. Um, there you go. Which is funny because back in the day when it was pseudo legal, <laughs> Sean and I would sit at bowling and talk about over unders all the time, and it was always crystal clear. And you know, so yeah. we'll see. All right, let's talk about DFS really quick. Um, the metric is out. Um, as with the last three weeks, all my quarterbacks are at value, but there is a short list. I think six guys, if I'm reading this correctly, at uh, 4x value. So I'm going to read it off and ask uh, Sean and Craig to, to ask me, tell me who they would trust in a DFS cash pool. Okay. So, uh, and I'm going to go in order of their value indicator. So this is the best value to the worst. CJ Beathard or Bethard. Yeah. Sorry, Bethard. I can't call him not beat hard because they have no offensive line. And the guy's name is beat hard. So he's going to be beat, <laughs> be beaten. Hard. He's going to be beaten hard. Yeah. CJ oh Bethard, <laughs> Andy Dalton, Joe Flacco, Kirk Cousins, Mitchell Trubisky, or Baker Mayfield. Of those six names, which one do you like if you have to run a DFS cash pool? Let's start with Craig. Um, I'm gonna go with Andy. You like this? You like this this matchup against uh against uh <laughs> against the Falcons secondary? Horrible. Which secondary. is horrible. I'm just realizing I have the wrong matchups on the the freaking on the metric side info there. Wow. Yeah, Andy Dalton is supposedly playing in Houston at Indy, and that's simply <laughs> not true. No, no, I don't playing, know how that happens. He's playing Atlanta. So okay, yeah, I agree. I agree. So Sean, Bethard, Dalton, Flacco, Cousins, Trubisky, or Mayfield? You got to use one in a on a DFS. Hmm. It's like hitting a wall, not a wall. Wow. Yeah. That. No, not me. I. I yeah. I oh, mean, he's cut off. Truthfully, <laughs> take, take the have a beer away. I'd like to say Trubisky because that's a great matchup. I don't trust Trubisky. It is, but he's cheap. He is cheap. And that's why it's a great can, matchup is because he's only 5,200. Can, can can he can he get the value that you need there? He would need to get to 20. He would need to get to like has 21. He, has he shown you anything that he can get the value there? Yeah, but he's playing Tampa Bay. But has he shown you anything? Tampa makes everybody throw because oh, their defense man. is so bad. I mean, I I, yeah. I I don't like I don't dislike Trubisky there. I don't I don't mind Trubisky. I, I mean, I like I like 
Dalton there as well. I love Dalton and Flacco this yeah. week. I really do. And again, I'm always looking for stacks. So I'm already thinking <laughs> who was big last week for, for either Cincy or Baltimore or has been consistent well, is going to be cheap in the wide receiver core and there's an, there's obvious answers well, if there. If you're doing if you're doing the stack you got to go with Cincy stack. Not necessarily. You ain't doing a bear stack cuz who who you, I'm not talking about a bear stack. I'm talking about I, a Raven stack. Uh, Raven stack uh is John Brown what's the John what's the, Brown. What's the what but wasn't he on the injury report? He was be practiced today. I believe you uh, okay. practiced today. So that that's okay. All right, but does that bring you down a little bit with the question mark on him? Maybe, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I've already moved on to running backs. We're, we're bang, oh, bang sorry. here, I'm man. Sorry. Bang, I'm bang. Sorry. All right, so running backs. Again, a long list of value mm. plays. I'm just going to list off some names. Give me one you like. And, Sean, we're going to start with you. Chris Carson. And, again, and again, this you stop me when you get to a name you like. Okay. Chris Carson. And this is for DFS. Carson, Bilal Powell, Austin Eckler, Lamar Miller, Alfred Morris, Marshawn Lynch, Carrion Johnson, or mm. Philip Lindsay. You got to use one of those guys. Are you going with carry on your boy? The one you were talking about earlier? Uh, I, I, I do think he's going to become the bell cow there, but you know, I don't know if it's now. Uh, I mean, I, right he's only 4,400. He's at Dallas right now. I, I might have to go with, with Carson though. They, they gave him, they gave him the, 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 you know, bell cow status last week. Apparently they appear so. committed to Carson. I agree. Craig, what do you think? So I'm thinking it's there. Uh, I would say Carson because he's playing Arizona. Yes. He's 4,600 4, on uh, DraftKings. Someone else I like too um, because of the matchup is uh, Giovanni Bernard. He's pricey, mm. but he again, he's playing Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, if Carson gets a 14 and a half points, he makes 3x value. And I think he could easily do that. I mean, he basically just could run all over them. So, um, you, Giovanni Bernard, get out of here with your bingo love. <laughs> All right, on to wideouts, because, again, we're rushing today. I've only got three guys in the value range at wideout. Just three? Just three. We'll start with Craig. Sterling Shepard, Odell Beckham. Now, a reminder, Odell Beckham is also considered a stud, but yep. he, uh, Sean's making the up-and-down symbol with his hand. He's right. The last time we had a stud at value was Antonio Brown against the Chiefs, and he did not make value. So, with a, a, a grain of salt, Shepard... Odell or Tyler Boyd? Got to use one. Who do you like? One. Wow. Well, Craig's uh, pondering now. I'm going to say I like Tyler because he's the cheapest of the three, and I'm looking to save exactly, money Exactly, because Beckham right now is, is he's 8,700. Here's the thing, though. Those three is guys. Is Green going to play? If Green plays, how much does that devalue But here's the Boyd? thing. He, it's a, well, he Boyd's their number two in general. In general. But now that Green's hurt his groin. He, he says he's confident to play. Yeah, it doesn't but mean he's going to play the whole game. he's going to be great. Yeah, true. Julio Jones has been confident to play in the past and then caught two yeah. of eight targets. Calvin Ridley. Um, Calvin Ridley did not make the value line because he is. came up to 4,900. His price shot up. Wow. I don't think he's going to get 15 points this week. I mean, I, I, I get, granted, I know he had a great he week last week. Uh, you're you're going to give him 15 um, points against Cincinnati, Sean? No, see, I there think, you go. Okay, see, back to Craig. Sterling, but here's the thing. Sterling Shepard and Odell Beckham, again, they're playing the Saints. What does Odell Beckham have to get to, to make value? Uh, let's see. He's eighty-seven hundred, so twenty-four, twenty-six point one against against New Orleans, New Orleans at home. Sterling Shepard has oh, to get wow. seventeen, and Sterling Shepard only needs to get seventeen. I think Ooh. New Orleans is going to put six guys on Odell. I think Sterling Shepard yeah. is a much start, a must yeah. start. He's a Sterling must start Shepherd. for me. I'm I'm starting Sterling Shepard in most of my uh, cash lineups because even if he even let's just presume he only makes two X. 
let's presume he catches like three passes for uh, 60 yards. He's only plus nine. He's still at 2x value, but he's opened up so much money for me to work with on the other guys. And that's what I'm looking for here. I'm looking for value, guys. All right, on the tight ends, I do not appreciate that the metric wants me to use Antonio Gates. So I'm not. <laughs> no, no. So I'm not. not. I'm not going to use not? Antonio Gates. I'm not going to do it. Why not? Because I don't believe in my own projections here. Oh, that's not good to tell I everyone. I don't believe. I looked at three different experts, and all of them had Antonio Gates at at least eight points, some at as high as 10 to 11. And I'm looking at this, and I do my projections. Oh, the 49ers. But it's, it's Antonio Gates. He literally came off the street because they needed somebody. While he's yeah, in San Francisco, week, he's going to Social Security to apply for benefits. Yeah, but last week he had like 60 yards. Fantastic. <laughs> no, but Those are the still. And his total for the last two years is now like 80 yards because he had 60 last week. I'm not touching Gates. Uh, Hooper's in my value range. I like Hooper. Vance McDonald. Okay, here's the bottom line. Somebody said this on Sirius this week. When Vance McDonald is healthy, Big Ben likes to look at him. When Jesse James does well, it's because Vance McDonald is not healthy. So I'm looking at I'm looking at Vance McDonald. I like Trey Burton this week. I love David and Joku this week. And Joku is at 3,700 though, so I'm going to use the cheaper Austin Hooper at 2,900. Gentlemen, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, definitely Hooper is a good value. I always like Antonio Gates, and he is playing the 49ers. Uh, Joku, he's playing Oakland, so that is a good matchup for for really for both of them. Or actually, all three of them, really. Sean looks pensive. He does. I, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna take Njoku on this because I do think. I think so too. I think Mayfield I, loves him. I think just because you know I, I'm gonna. I mean, because to win to win these these DFS things, you have to go. You know, you gotta have the Ridley Boyd combo the, the week they side. go off. Yes. And who's the high side here? I mean, I think Njoku has got the the highest. You know, seeing what we saw and very small. You know, uh, sample with yeah. with fake uh, Mayfield. Small you know, sample. It, might, for be, almost it three quarters. might be a good. It might be good right there. Oh, two quarters. So I will take the chance. I agree. I am definitely looking at Joku. Um, in season long, it became easy for my team because Joku is my backup to, to to Reed. So with Reed off this week, it gives me an ex- excuse to toss Joku in there and see what happens. I, I do think you're going to see a, a spark out of the Cleveland offense. So uh, really quick defenses. We are so out of time, even though I said we had a ton of it. I'm we've just we've had such a great conversation. I've got four defensive teams. We're going to skip Sean's opinion on this because we already know what it is. Um, it is not Chicago. The Chicago Bears are my top value no. pick because they're only 2,600. But it's, it's still Tampa. Is they need really... five points. They pick off two passes and they make value. Okay, well, I mean, Matt can get that himself. <laughs> that's 2x value. If they get three turnovers, they're at 3x. So that that's it. That's because they're 2,600. That's yeah. the only reason why. Okay. Um, The Bills I have up Oof. there as well Uh, because, again, they're only 2,000. They're even cheaper than the Bears. The Colts, 2,700, and the Ravens at uh, 2,400. I'm definitely looking value at defense this week. Craig, what do you think? Who are, who are the Ravens playing? Um, Those guys. Ravens, Ravens. Crap, uh, I had this on my screen a minute ago. Oh. Baltimore is Steelers. playing the Steelers uh, in Pittsburgh. Mm, that's a tough one. Yeah, and what was the other one that you... Uh, it's Bears, Bills, Colts, Bears, Bills, Ravens. Colts, Ravens. Oh, my God, the Bills. I, they they weren't the, the Packers. The oh defense showed up. The defense showed up. I, I'm just telling you, these guys aren't going to score a ton of points. I have them all ranked between five and seven points, but they're so freaking cheap. So the Bills, the Packers, the Bills, the 
the Colts, the Ravens, and the Bears are my four. And I'm using the Bears as much as I can. I really like the Bears. So here's the strategy. Really quick strategy this week. I am using the Bears. I am using Austin Hooper. I am using Sterling Shepard. After that, I am looking for stacks that I can afford and filling in with studs. One of the stacks I'm looking at is Cincy. I will absolutely put in Andy Dalton and um, Boyd. Uh, Boyd into a stack. Another stack I'm looking at. I am. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to play the giant stack. Hmm. I'm going to do it. I'm going to. Tr- I can use. It. I with those guys I used. I can put Shepherd. in Eli Manning. Saquon Barkley and Sterling Shepard. I'm going to pass on Odell in order to make sure I can do it. it. Financially, I can't do it with Odell there instead of Shepard or with Shepard and Odell. But if I do that, then I can fill in. I actually have one lineup that's similar to that that even has Kamara in it. I won't say who the other wide receiver is in in that lineup or the flex, but, you know, because that would violate trafficking policies. But, um, you know, I I can do it. You can can do those stacks. Mm. Sean looks like he has a thought. I was thinking, can you do a... Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon Barkley, st- you know, uh, running back. He could because Zeke is cheap with the right numbers. Because is, Zeke... is Zeke cheap? Zeke is cheaper than he's been. I think he's only seventy seven hundred. Yeah. Good matchup too. But I think this week he's going to remember how to play. Yeah, it's, so. a, it's a good matchup. Zeke is seventy seven hundred. It's a good matchup. So compared to Kamara's like ninety eight. I don't have confidence in Zeke. I only have him tagged for eighteen points, which is why he's not in the value thing. But yes, that's you at know, least two yeah. x. I think with the matchup, it's, it's a good, it's a good, if you could do the, the Zeke's a nice stack, filler. Zeke is a nice filler. Zeke, yeah. So you're like Eli, like Saquon, option. Zeke, toss Shepherd. in Sterling Shepard, yeah. Tyler Boyd, because you got to save some oh, yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, Tyler Boyd. Random wide receiver, mm-hmm. Hooper, and the Bears defense. And all you have to do is fill in that last wide out. It's not going to be super bad. I like that. So we are so far past time. I apologize, guys, but we got to cut it here. I want to thank Sean for joining us. Thank you for thank, coming thanks, in. Sean. Again, thank um, you for having me. His, his last night of freedom. Sean is getting married in a, a month from tomorrow, right? Yes, a month from tomorrow. Right, and I only remember that because my anniversary is tomorrow, and it's really? a mo- it's going to be a month after mine. Yes, You're married? My four-year anniversary is tomorrow, and my wife is going to... is going married to, before me? I did. <laughs> I did, which is kind of funny when you think about it. Like, if you took the list of our friends in high school that we thought were going to get married, you just yeah. flip it backwards, it and been, that's how it ended I up. I was like, would have been the first one. Yeah, yeah. You were yeah. one of the early ones, and you were and, and if you put the list in high school, you would have been one of the later ones, but um, not be, not through any fault of yours. Make sure, Craig is lovely. But um, we're going to we're going to close out here. Uh, thank you to Sean for joining us. We hope you will join us again. Oh, definitely. Um, it's a lot of fun just to sit here and chat with you guys. So we got to have Sean on on times where we have extra time because Sean is very thoughtful with his responses. Right. Right. So we, we got to make sure we give him time to in talk. In other words, I take too much time. No, no, no. He's just his insights were really good, though. Sure. Insights were really good. Sure. So. Good um, addition. Just a reminder, if you're listening to us on iTunes, Spotify, Player FM, Anywhere you're listening to us, Google Play, leave us a review. If you have a question for us, we'd love for you to submit a burning hot take question. We're at FignutsDFS at gmail.com. If you want to interact with us on Twitter, we're FignutsDFS on Twitter. Just don't log on and tell me how wrong I was about David Johnson because I wasn't. (laughs) I told you not to draft David Johnson, whatever guy I banned from our account, but you didn't listen to me. Three weeks in. We told you. Three weeks in, and the only amazing thing is he's not hurt yet. So, um, with that being said, I am Britt. I'm Craig. Sean. And we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Have a great week, everybody. (laughs) 